Buzzwords, conversations about teaching and learning at SU, where we talk about working, learning, and transforming at SU. I'm sure you'll hear Scott's sound effects later on for transforming. Well, let me get it ready. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we talk about a lot more than just that, which of course we will, like we always do. I'd like to thank our sponsor, as always, SU's transformative teaching and learning team, led by Karin Microgrants Galore Lucas. Thank Yay, you. Microgrants. <laughs> thank you, Karin and Microgrants, for all you do for us. Uh, my name is Joey Grisiak. I'm the director of esports here at SU, uh, working in the business school, and joined, as always, by my, our illustrious team and our off-the-air kind of behind-the-scenes person, Sean Kelly, a senior business and esports double major, graduating just a few short, almost down to a few short weeks instead of months anymore. Yep. Uh, just yeah, right around the corner. Uh, so he'll, he will be uh, producing us, make us sound great as always. And, of course, with me as always, the, the great team, the people you love to hear. Uh, Melissa, let's start with you. Melissa Smeltzercraft, women's basketball coach, adjunct professor, and now off-season. Tier. No, it's okay. Happy tier. Happy tier. Yeah. Happy tier. Melissa, uh, there was an article about you in the paper this morning. Oh. In the Winchester Star. <laughs> oh. I think it's, it's something about... You know, despite season being over, Coach Smeltzer Craft is joyful at the. At oh the wow! Okay, in I the Winchester run. Star. Yeah, yeah. Better grab a copy. Go get that. At the All right, the listeners, local look for uh, the Monday, March seventh episode, or not episode, but uh, issue well, of Winchester of the, Star. Episode of the newspaper. We're, we're not here to advertise the Winchester Star. Let's let's advertise us. Um, our downloads. Guess what? We made it over a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> an inexact science with the sound effect. <laughs> 1,063 downloads is the last that I saw on subuzzwords.podbean.com. Now, if you're listening on Podbean, there's actually a bonus prize if you heard um, Michelle's episode from last week, or at least uh, this prize might not even still be there. Um, but the Apple version, the Apple podcast version, had the last few minutes cut off of Michelle's episode. But if you listen on Podbean, those five minutes are there. So what do you call that in the gaming world? Like an Easter, an egg? Easter egg? Yeah. I mean, kind, Easter, kind of. Easter egg. The last five minutes of the I podcast. I guess we can call it that. But by now, when you're probably listening to this, I bet it's already even fixed in Apple Podcasts. So anyway, if you only heard the 32-minute episode, check out the last five minutes. There's quality content in those five minutes. So speaking of Apple Podcasts, we've got nine five-star ratings there. Somebody rated us since last week, Ooh. and it was a five-star. Thank you, whoever you yes, are. Yes, thank you, whoever you were. Hopefully you're listening to this one, too. Follow, rate, and review us on Apple. Borrow your friends' phones and subscribe them if they're not already. Send us an email, buzzwords at su.edu. Joey, who's our guest today? We have Professor Yolanda Shields today joining us, and I think this is the first time, Scott Melissa, correct me if I'm wrong, first time we've had a best-selling author I would say show? so. Is that correct? It's got to be. Sounds sounds about right. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, today, Professor Yolanda Shields, best-selling author, senior consultant, and professor in the School of Business. And uh, we'll go through a great intro here, Yolanda's bio, and then we'll have some fantastic conversation. Of course, get to our segments like we do each and every week. Yolanda is a global business advisor and strategist and best-selling author, has over 20 years of experience as a business leader and also does international workforce development and social entrepreneurship work in the continent of Africa and other third world countries. 
She's a much sought after speaker and trainer in the area of business startup, entrepreneurship, nonprofit startup and sustainability, fund development, proposal writing, public private partnerships. That's a lot of P's there. Human capital management, career development, and social entrepreneurship entrepreneurship slash B Corp. Wow. She has traveled extensively throughout the U.S., France, and Africa, all places I love to travel as well. More so France and Africa than the U.S. The U.S. is fine, but France and Africa, exceptional. Yolanda was appointed by the Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam and past Tennessee governors to the Labor and Workforce Development Board for the state of Tennessee and vice chair of the Oversight Committee. She's assisted over 20 corporations in the areas of fund development, talent development, human resource management, strategic planning, executive coaching and training, business operations, celebrity charity management, and public-private partnerships. She's also currently a mentor and Sherpa coach at the Tony Elamulu Foundation, Vanderbilt University Wondry Innovation Center, and the startup.com. Pause. <laughs> Those air horns are for Joey successfully pronouncing. Yeah. And Joey. making Not his for way Yolanda's through. mega bio, <laughs> but for Joey saying That's a word right. right. That's just for Joey. Just for Joey. It's like elementary school celebrations here. Yeah. <laughs> and that bio is not even done yet. There is more. Not about done Yolanda. yet. There is more. <laughs> that was there's, also there's more for me to mess up here. There's still, yeah, I see. That was to give Joey a chance to catch his breath <laughs> after you. this this illustrious too bio. Much. Oh, okay. Right. Keep going, Joe. Yeah. Yolanda is also an international member of Delta Mu Delta Business Honor Society and has worked with such celebrities as CeCe Winans, Daryl Green, Art Monk, Tony Baselli, and many others. Yolanda, welcome to the show. Glad to be here with you guys. Yes. This is, I mean, yeah, like Scott kind of said, and Melissa, I mean, it seems like every every guest we have on here, these bios are so much better than anything I could write for myself. I, I don't understand how people have so much time <laughs> and have done so many great things uh, that they're able to do all this stuff. I mean, it's incredible. And and like we said, best-selling author. And Yolanda, that's where I want to start, mm-hmm. is I want to hear more about things that you've written. Because after I, I wrote a dissertation, yeah. that is not a best-selling anything. No. <laughs> um, that has been read one time, I think, in its existence. And I don't know if I can and ever write anything. It wasn't by Joey Proof. <laughs> it was not by me. There is no, no way it was me. I don't know if it was my mentor, um, but I couldn't write a book. Like, I don't understand how people do that. So tell us about like, like your authorship and, and what kind of books you've written. Yes, yes. So I have some business books and some kind of practical family kind of books. I have my first book was Letters to Our Sons, and I had moms write letters to their actual sons hmm. and talk about their journey with raising them and uh, how they did it in conjunction with the father and all of that. So, and it took me a while to get that done until someone said to me, if you don't finish this book, you're going to walk in a bookstore and you're going to see it on the shelf and it's not going to have your name on it. Mm. I was like, ah, okay. (laughs) So one of the things I've done from the first book to, I think it's my fifth book I've completed, is I scheduled meetings with myself. We scheduled Hmm. meetings with everybody else. So I actually put it on the calendar, and it's a meeting. And if I'm not working on a book, I'll figure out what I want to use that time for. But I will use that time. I've used that time to finish books. Nice. So I had to be intentional, or it doesn't get done. You, we can talk all day about, I want to finish this book or whatever it is. But if we don't designate that time for it, it doesn't happen. So. And that blocks off the time on your calendar. Yeah. So when people see your calendar, they don't try to schedule stuff. Exactly. Like Exactly. Yeah, that's a really smart yeah. strategy. It really transforms the way that we think mm-hmm. about how to schedule. Should mm-hmm. I get the sound effect? Yeah, we're so meeting <laughs> with myself. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Scott's right. supposed to be on top of Here these. Here we go. 
here. <laughs> that is going to transform our I'm lives. I'm going to schedule something on your calendar, Scott, <laughs> to get better with the sound. Hey, you know, I'm, right. I'm growing into this role on, on the podcast. I wish here. this is when I wish we could have a video feed, though, just to watch you put the phone yes. up inside of the microphone is very fun. Exactly. First, watch him struggle finding the buttons. Right. Well, to get it up there. <laughs> is, is great. Yeah, Yolanda, and so you've been working at SU for how many years now have you been at SU? Almost two years. Okay. And I and I tell everybody it was by accident. Yeah? yeah. Tell my, us about that. I was not intending to come here. Yeah. <laughs> I moved from Nashville because uh, I had clients in D.C. and I was flying mm. back and forth. And so decided to go ahead and move, move here. And I'm driving uh, into, I'm on 81, and I've done work with universities, just lecture series. Or go in and do stuff with my book with students or be a visiting professor. <clears throat> so I'm on the interstate and I'm always trying to find out what schools are doing with entrepreneurship. So I'm driving and I see Shenandoah University. I'm like, mm, I wonder what they do. So I just pulled in and mm. came up the steps and met with Bodan. And I was like, what are y'all doing with entrepreneurship? He was like, mm, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you just walked he in. said, we're doing a little bit. <laughs> and I said, I... I was telling what I did with Vanderbilt. I worked with the Vanderbilt Wondering Innovation Center where we mostly was engineering. And I knew we didn't have engineering school right. here. So I was trying to figure out how are they kind of in incorporating that. And he said, why don't you just come teach a class? I was like, oh, really? <laughs> 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 and at that time, I was traveling a lot. I said, let me see how I can fit that in. And started teaching The Mind of the Entrepreneur, mm -hmm. which is the, is actually the title of one of my books. I was like, that's a perfect class. I'll just combine the two. And that's how I arrived here. And um, adjunct faculty for almost two years, uh, working in the School of Business with entrepreneurship and business management. So, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't love it. my intention. Everybody has a different story. Yeah. How they get there. I think yours is one of the most unique ones that you literally just pulled off the interstate. I had never heard <laughs> of Shenandoah University. And then when I started looking up, I, I just kept seeing conservatory. I said, yeah. do they do anything else? Yeah. Do they do business? <laughs> well, yeah, I had never heard of it. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's a really cool way to, to get introduced to, to what's going on here and get kind of your spot. And it was here. it was actually a way for me to connect in the community. Mm-hmm. As well, I was new. I didn't. I knew people down like Harrisonburg and Woodstock, Virginia, but really didn't know anybody in this area. And then in D.C., but it, it really allowed me to get connected in the community once I started. So yeah, yeah. Well, what a blessing for us. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely it's worked great. out. And it's you. And then I, I know personally because your office is right across from mine. How often you're in there working with students, working on projects, bringing people in to the classroom mm -hmm. with guest speakers. So you really transformed. Yeah. The way oh. <laughs> it just, the just fit right in there, didn't it? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Yolanda, what has been your favorite part about interacting with students here at Shenandoah University? You know, for me, I feel like we're all going to stop doing this work soon. And to me, we have to be preparing them to do what we're doing. And so I love... Um, meeting with them and, and really figuring out if they're in the right spots. But I've always lo loved, even with my, my, I have a consulting firm, I hire mostly young people mm -hmm. because I was like, they know the technology side. I need their, their wisdom that they have that I don't have. But a lot of times we think that we are giving everything to them and they're not offering anything. 
So I really like sitting down with them, not just in the, in the lecture hall, but in my office to really kind of see where they are. I get a lot of athletes. And because I've worked in that space, especially the ones, I was like, I'm watching all of y'all. Mm -hmm. You're graduating. All of you are graduating. It's not just about. So, yeah. But I've loved the one-on-ones the with them, too. And I think some people like that and some people don't. But I, t I tell every student at the end of the semester, if I don't know your name, there's a problem. No, right. <laughs> there is a problem. Yeah. yeah, I said I should know your. I should look at your name on the list and know something about you. Yeah, definitely. Because you've talked in class or we've we've corresponded. So yeah, but I love I love hanging out with young people. Some people don't, but I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Okay. <laughs> Sean's back I like it when it's all until it's almost spring break. Like we all need a break. You need a break. I yeah. need a break. We all need a break. <laughs> everybody, everybody needs a break. And, and yeah, it's coming. great to, that you said you're learning stuff from students. Yeah. Um, you talk. You mentioned technology. My gosh, I can't tell you how often I learn about technology or attempt to learn about technology uh, from students because it's a whole it's a whole different level of technology these days than when I was growing up. They and were born in it. It's like yeah, I love to. What I call empower students. That means get yeah. them to do things that I don't know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> but we empower students all the time to, to do things like that. And I think it's valuable experience for them in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready for the segments? Yeah. Let's, all right, uh, let's dive in. Uh, I'll it. start us up with highs and lows, and we can work around the room. Um, a high for me, you know, we just met last week, but a high for me continues to be, I guess, just the – end of basketball season and just being super reflective about not only this season, but, you know, our seniors and even my own growth, like through them and, and going piggybacking off of you, Yolanda, and, and what they've taught me and about myself. Um, and that I think will continue to feel like a high for me for a while, all the way through graduation. Um, I, I honestly don't have a low, so I'll just I'll just give another high that might stem from a low. Is now that we're not in season, I'll have a lot more time for my family. Um, you know, I've got two young children, and they both will have a birthday here in the next month. So I'm just excited to be a better parent um, in the off season here. So, yeah, yeah. Scott, right on. Highs and lows for me. Um, not really. I don't really have any personal lows. I mean. As Melissa stated last week, uh, you know, Ukraine yeah. has some serious stuff going on over there. But, I mean, I'm fortunate that it hasn't, you know, hasn't affected me personally. But um, that's sort of a chronic low. Uh, my high, it's not the dog. The dog hasn't arrived yet. Um, the high is that a good friend of mine is coming to town this week. She lands today. Her name is Sahar Salad. She's giving the one big question talk in oh. the College of Arts and Sciences on Tuesday. So in the very off chance that you hear this podcast before Tuesday night, March 8th, <laughs> come to um, Henkel Hall, Hester Auditorium, 7 o'clock, uh, Professor Sahar Salad from Simmons University in Boston. She's going to be talking about the racialization of Muslims in the surveillance state that is the United States. So yeah. the high for me, though, is that she's coming to town. SU's paying for it. Um, she's a really good friend from when Courtney and I used to live in Chicago. She actually introduced me and Courtney. Oh, uh, wow. It was so her birthday party. She, she was a matchmaker, and she invited both of us to that birthday party. And uh, here we are now, 16, 17 years later. 
quasi happily married. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> happily Wi-Fi. married. I'm happily sure we can married. thank your friend, but then a ton of natty lights <laughs> as well. <laughs> no, back then I was like I was too um too much of a beer snob to drink natty oh, light. Natty. Yeah. I just yeah. like the way you say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should we go to Yolanda? Yeah. What, yes. are, what are your highs and lows for the past so week? So my high is that I'm going to – I'm traveling to Nashville, and I'll get to see family and going back for an event for some friends of mine. And so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then I, I don't – I really don't have any lows. Well, good. Uh, but another high is preparing. I'm going to the Congo in mm. July. And so I'm meeting with the team there as well as we prepare to go into the Congo in July for 14 days during the summer. So, yeah. What are you doing there? So we're going to be working on a coffee project. Um, every time I go, they ask me to bring them instant coffee. I said, no, <laughs> I am not bringing <laughs> you instant coffee. coffee. Instant coffee. <laughs> you have your, your coffee is the number one coffee in Brazil. No, we're not doing that. Uh, but we're going to work with some young people so they can really see the benefits of really preparing that coffee and selling in the big city. Hmm. And then we're going to also sell it in France. And so trying to get them to see the entrepreneurship side of what's like right on the ground in their own village and that they don't need me to bring instant coffee from the U S. No. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that, really equipping them. A lot of times we go on these trips and we, yeah, we go and add value, but we can also see they can give us something while we're there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to them seeing how they can teach me as well as what we're going to be giving them to prepare them to work the land. And and because young people don't see agriculture as like they remember their grandfathers and the older ones and how they how hard of a work it was. And it can be a little different now. So we're hoping we can we can help them with that. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Well, their low would be instant coffee if you brought it to yeah. them. Yeah, that is yeah, a that low. That would be their low. I was like, no, I don't even drink that. We're yeah. not doing that. <laughs> Jeez. Well, if you need anybody to sample anything you bring back, just yeah. let us know. We have I, I told them, I coffee. said, I like coffee. I drink coffee, but I know nothing about coffee beans. So we're taking some coffee experts. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, there you go. <clears throat> um, highs and lows. For me, uh, my high for the last week, I started working out again, which is nice. Hey. I'm, I'm happy That's about that. So I'm sore, <laughs> but it's a good sore. You know, it's yep. a good sore. It hurts, and you never, you don't want to move, and you really just are really sad that you actually lifted heavy things around. But it's a good, it's a good sore. Uh, but also, we had um, a, an esports tournament in Overwatch in person, which was one of the first times in a long time we've traveled for an, an Overwatch match, a championship match against George Mason University. But the low is that we lost to them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we beat them in the kind of regular season, and uh, so we were pretty confident going in that we would beat them again on the main stage at this tournament on Saturday. But they ended up beating us relatively handedly. It really wasn't a good showing. Uh, so that was definitely the low, and that it was great because competing in person. Students love competing in person. It's sorry. <laughs> and transform mean <laughs> the way that we compete from in person from from online to in person, but. Um, so it's always good for them to do that and be able to shake people's hands and actually talk to people live and, and on the stage and things to get that experience. But unfortunately, it just came up short. It seems like we finished in second place of a lot of tournaments and can't quite get over the hump uh, in some games. So that was that was my low, but that's all right. Um, moving on to our next one, Hornet Hot Take. Yolanda, you got a chance to rant about something that you want to see get transformed 
it could be anything SU related or completely not SU related. Hmm. I moved from when I moved from Nashville to Virginia and got my first water bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was ready to move back. No. <laughs> oh, and I I was I was went into the office cuz I was so seriously thinking there was a pipe that had bursted. So my rant is we need to work on I don't know for you guys in the communities <laughs> you live in, but I had never paid more than $30 for a water oh, bill wow. and I paid 70. I said, "Wait a minute. Hold up." They like, "No, that's what everybody pays." I said, "Even if we use different amounts of water they said no everybody across the board so this is in virginia yeah you have that comparison to, to tennessee yeah wow huh. our so water is that typical uh we've never been in the double digits we're triple yeah digits I say, i've never family. seen double <laughs> really? digits before i'm always we, triple digits with really? all the, the laundry that we i don't know if do. it's based yeah. on the city size maybe uh yeah it's probably i'll where take it 70 <laughs> yeah it's 70 <laughs> you take I wow i feel bad now is a family of four we got laundry going we got you know sprinklers all sorts of stuff yeah the summers are the worst because you set oh, yeah. up the sprinkler and it just goes and I, I just watch the kids in it having a great time and i'm just angry i'm just like yep. an old curmudgeon <laughs> and I'm my, like, oh, my house in nashville is huge yeah never more than if, if it was 40 that was like oh we were like gosh. wow something's wrong <laughs> and if it was over 100 we knew a pipe was bursted wow yeah so that was some new learning when I moved to the areas, and and I said, is it because it's a smaller city and Nashville's bigger, so they can, you know, spread it out more or or what? But yeah, so that's my thing. <laughs> Interesting. Water bill. We haven't had Water. that. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a new one. All right. So how about this, Yolanda? Is there something that you do where you wonder if you're the only person who does it, or do other people do it? This segment's called anybody? Question <laughs> mark. Something I do that I don't think anybody else does. Or you're wondering if anybody. You're wondering if if I'm wondering if anybody else does that same thing. No, other people may do that. I I don't think I have. I play rain sounds while I'm sleeping. Does do any of you guys do that? I do white white noise. You do white noise. I can't sleep without white noise, and if I am asleep and the Alexa shuts off for some reason, I wake up. Huh. And I can't fall back asleep. I can tell when it stops being because box fan sounds are my favorite. Uh-huh. So it's actually called yeah. box fan sound sleep sounds on Alexa, but it's right. it's considered white noise. And I don't sleep with my phone near me. That's I good. Put oh, it totally that's somewhere good. else. No, I bet that is different than most people. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, because we will. We'll pick it up. I, uh, that's what made me do it. I would hear a beep come through. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe somebody that needs something. Mm. Mm-hmm. And. One of the things I've learned is when I've traveled internationally, I realize we do too much. We are just too busy. <laughs> right. I do so less and get so much done when mm-hmm. I'm traveling that when I come back, I'm just like, I'm already like this on the plane. Like, what's got to be done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think that would be it. Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay. What has you buzzing about, Yolanda? Something you're emotionally buzzed about? Emotionally buzzed about spring break. Yeah, <laughs> I felt that. I knew you were gonna say that. I was looking at you like she's gonna say spring break. Spring break. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm actually gonna go to. I'm also buzzed about. I was asked to come go speak at a 
it's like women uh, founders of companies and they're from all across the country and they invited me to come in and be a part of this training and retreat kind of thing they're doing in Mexico so I am buzzed Mm. because I get some downtime while I'm there cool cool (laughs) so yeah but spring break is definitely a buzz (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're we're one week away yeah what's your buzzword what's a a phrase or a a single word you know an expression that you try to embody in your work at Shenandoah I would say collaboration think because I come from the private sector I've, I've always worked in groups so when I got when I arrived at campus I was like in other schools like how are you guys doing this can we do this together mm-hmm. I've always been one to uh, collaborate because I think we get more done when we do that mm-hmm. I'm not going to know all the information but someone else sitting at the table with me may, may know it so I always call it co-laboring we're co-laboring to get this work done so yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm I never thought about it that way. Co-labor. Co-labor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would be your sound effect for Colleen? I know. <laughs> well, we need that's a your homework sound. assignment. Uh, yeah, I have a new sound. I have yeah. a new sound. You have a new sound by next <laughs> week for co-laboring. I, I feel like the students, and I say this as a coach and a adjunct, I think they hate those group projects. But they hate I know them. I know what I, I say to my, my team, life is a group project. I mean, yeah, we have to pull Joey's weight around right. to do this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And uh, no, but the ability to work with others and and vibe and all that stuff is so important. So yes. important. The thing is, in life, sometimes you get to choose, yes. or you earn rights to certain access points, and hopefully, it gets easier than you know that kid that doesn't want to come to the eight a.m. class or something. Exactly. Because I asked the first day, who likes who likes team project? They were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They hate it. But I do them, I always do them in class, too, yeah. instead of outside, because right. I know the schedules of athletes, the schedules of other students. Sure. A lot of times they they don't. They'll be texting each other, and that's their c- collaboration. Mm-hmm, right. So I do it during class time, and I think they've gotten more value out of. But I told them, you're going to go work for someone. They're going to have you working in teams. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have a family. It's going to be a team projects. And so, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Have you all noticed that students seem to be less and less – uh, enthusiastic about group products like every year? Group, not products, products. Projects, yeah. <laughs> I, in my classes. I don't know if yeah. it's, I mean, I don't know if I just forget how much they don't like them from one year to the next. Yeah. And it feels like they like them less and less, but th- like you I, give them an individual project, they hate that too. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked them, why do you think uh, professors give you group projects? And they said, because you guys have less work. I was like, less work? Really? They think we put them all together so we can only have like that to yeah. grade and not individual. I was like, no. And then that's when I broke it down to them. But I am seeing that less and less. It makes me wonder. I think we're going to always have people that don't like, like yeah, that. Yeah. But and, I, and I see more and more problems like arising where, you know, somebody doesn't pull their weight. That's the biggest. Somebody, yeah. you know, doesn't show up to even even with Zoom and with with, uh, you know, group chats and all the the tech that we have now they to facilitate respond. the group yeah. work. Somebody, you know, it'll be like somebody didn't have their phone on or somebody doesn't show up to a Zoom meeting. Somebody doesn't have internet. Somebody doesn't have Wi-Fi. And, uh, and then the rest of the group, you know, they, they have to do the work for that person or they complain about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sounds like a whole bunch of excuses. These social loafers. Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> they put yeah. the labor in co-laboring. 
that's why it's like let's just do it while we're here together yeah we don't have to worry about figuring out schedules let's just do it now yeah i'm doing that more yeah and and especially now now having talked with you mm-hmm. i'm gonna give him more time in class yeah and i'll say it's co-labor right think about it Talk to the people <laughs> next to you. Yeah. Awesome. Yol- Yolanda, thank you so much mm-hmm. for being here and talking with us today. But before we let you go and wrap things up, is there anything that you want to plug? Any upcoming events that you know of that you want to make sure all the listeners hear about? Or anything you just want to give a shout out to? Anything anything out there that you want to plug? Yes. I think it's – I can't remember the date. I should know the date. Uh, but we we actually were, was approved to have the entrepreneurship fraternity on campus Mm. and so they're flying in to do the inaugural celebration uh, this month uh, once we're back from spring break I think it's the 20 is this like a student student faculty community uh, can be a part of that and so we really want to build out that entrepreneurial ecosystem not just in the school of business but throughout campus and the community and so we were approved to bring that to campus. So I'm excited about that. And they'll be announcing more about that uh, in the coming days after spring break. Um, and then just um, working collaboratively, especially in the tech space. I've just, I went to um, GQ. I have to always look at their name so I don't say GQ. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, GQ'd. GQ'd. GQ'd, um, okay. And uh, CIT met with them, really looking at some more uh, uh, in the apprenticeship Mm -hmm. and internships for students, uh, preparing them to be in the tech space. So really excited about just the partnerships with the community. When I moved from Nashville, I was on several boards and commissions. And the reason I was there, just to network to see what was out there. So when I came, I was like, where are the people? Where are the people doing this work? Mm -hmm. And so I have joined a couple of uh, the, the Shenandoah Valley Workforce Development Board and the uh, Stanton uh, Community Capital Fund Board just to make sure we're connected to monies that's out there for entrepreneurs, but also mm-hmm. to show how we are really working in the community and not just in the community on campus. But so excited about that. Nice. All right. Well, keep keep an ear and an eye and a, I don't know, nose out for all those things coming, especially right after spring break. Yeah, the entrepreneurship fraternity coming to campus. Um, and we couldn't have done this without our sponsor of the day, as always, Transylvania University Women's Basketball Livestream. You made SU's Livestream look really good Friday afternoon, so we really appreciate the effort, <laughs> so bless y'all's hearts. Um, you gave it your, your, your best shot. You, you shot your shot. Thank you. Um, as always, our email to get a hold of us, buzzwords at su.edu. Our website is subuzzwords.podbean.com. Our next guest, two weeks from now, uh, Yunus Mirza, uh, Director of the Global Virtual Learning and the Barzinji Project for International Collaboration to Innovate in Higher Education. So definitely looking forward to that one, as always. But until then, like we always say, keep, keep on, on buzzing. buzzing.